three, two, one. Welcome to Hungry Hip Hop, Outlet Style Reviews, where we dish out the freshest takes on what these artists are serving up. We're looking for the spiciest bars, vibes, and production in order to expand our palettes and diversify our playlists. Hello, everyone. This is Milo live and in stereo, and they told us we couldn't make another episode. So we went and we made another episode. They didn't believe in us, but here we are. Mm. So DJ Khaled, as you all probably know, has dropped a new album by the name of God Did. And that'll be the subject of discussion today. I don't think DJ Khaled needs any introduction on this podcast. If you need an introduction, feel free to go and listen to hits like... No, I'm not being sarcastic. You can go ahead and listen. To- <laughs> I'm kidding. You can go ahead and listen to hits like No Brainer. You can listen to hits like For Free with DJ Khaled and Drake, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm, I'm positive you'll hear his ad lib somewhere in the background. Or uh, look at some of the controversial things he said about women and his female partners on YouTube. I'm sure that you'll find interesting content there. And I'll give you a pretty clear picture of who DJ Khaled is. But we're here to talk about the album and whether it was spicy. I'll withhold my opinion for the time being. And I'm going to start with the person I think was most likely to like this album, and that is Mark. Interesting. Uh, I saw here the project name arose from a part of Calvin's spoken word track, Bible Talk, from Fivio Florence's album. Interesting. Um, yeah, okay. So this album, a lot of features. This might be... And this was saying something. This might be the most stacked feature list I've ever seen. We're talking Drake, Jay Z, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, John Legend, Eminem, Kanye West, Future, Lil Baby, Twenty One Savage, Lil. Like it's that's half. I'm not even halfway through, bro. Like Kodak Black, Nardo Wick, Don Tolliver, Travis Scott. Like we gonna City Girls. Like we get there's a. This is every song. That's because for those of you who don't know, or like maybe you've never listened to an actual DJ Khaled album. This nigga isn't on the album. I know his name is on it, which makes me think he actually did something. But at most, at most, he arranged it. At most. And even then, he probably had a project manager do this. So really, it's just producers making a bunch of beats, and then he puts his favorite artists on those beats. And because he's the one funding it and everything like that, it's his project. And so... Every artist that's rapping is a feature, blah, blah, blah. He really should have the production featured. But so that being said, I'm saying all this to say that this should be like a GOAT level album. Like when you got all these, when you got all this production and then you have all these features and they're all A A level features too. It's not even like a lot of these are B or C. Most of these are like A level features. Um, Like there shouldn't be any misses, like at all. Like it's kind of unexcusable in my opinion. Every song should be a fucking hit. Um, there's a decent amount of fucking misses. If I'm being honest, like this, this was not a great album. Um, there were some good songs in it. There were some goody goodies, but this was not a great album overall. I know that Jay Z first was hyped like a motherfucker as soon as this album dropped. All I saw were fucking memes and shit about this Jay Z verse for the next fucking five days or so, bro. So, like, I listened to it. We could get to it later. I thought it was whatever mediocre, but overall, it's just like it's a it's a lot that wasn't structured super well. Like he like I mean, if his if his sole job is to arrange the fucking album, 
like he did not do great in it. Um, I thought there were certain artists that didn't sound good on those beats. He should have switched them. Um, and yeah, just overall wasn't the greatest, but there are definitely highlights, and I will talk about those when we get to the track list. Alan. You know, you know, the only way you could look at this feature list and say, wow, this really should be one of the best albums ever is if you had no knowledge of DJ Khaled beforehand. <laughs> and you just, you really thought that this was an up-and-coming rapper or producer who somehow got all these artists. But if you know, you know. And you know DJ Khaled, like you said, literally not on the album except for my personal favorite, DJ Khaled, we stay winning <laughs> every track. <laughs> Milo already knew I was going to hate this. Now, okay, what if I told you there's a track on this? That's a song with Kanye and fucking Eminem. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, well, Alan has to love that one, right? He'll, he's got to love that one. No, this is, this is not that. This is, to me, like, DJ Khaled is just saying, you guys put something together, low effort. I'm going to put it on my album. You're going to make hella money. And that's just what he's been doing for years. I don't really have too much to say. I didn't know that the Jay-Z verse was being hyped up. Did people talk about that? Hell of hype. Milo? I mean, according to recent reports, he's still rapping. That's yeah. The track is still playing. Well, it should be no surprise to you guys. that I, was, I came into this album like there's one good part to this album. Mm-hmm. And it's a song that's like a, th- like a two-minute Jay-Z verse. And that's the only good part. Mm-hmm. Because... Because everything else here is just really lowest effort. And you can just tell that the start of the album he has on the first few tracks, he opens with Drake and then he gets fucking Kanye, Eminem, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z. And that's just the first three songs. And then, you know, he's just trying to pack all those huge names right at the front and then hope you kind of leave the album on after. Uh, yeah, it's just this is the 21-22 Los Angeles Lakers of albums where on paper it should be really good. It should be working out, but none of it mixes together well at all. So, yeah. So this album was was solidly trash. The, <laughs> the opening track gave me high hopes. I'm always happy to hear from our Canadian friend from the six. <laughs> Those high hopes and expectations were not met. The second track is about as long as I'd say if you sat down and read all four gospels and that would be about the same amount of time as the second track. And it would probably be way more edifying than the second track. The sample on it was good or not, it wasn't a sample. Whoever was doing the vocals, the they never believed in us, but God did, etc. That was great. If you get excited for John Legend on that track, it's honestly just about 15 seconds of John Legend singing at the very end, unless that refrain was his voice. There's one good song on this album, and that's Bill's Paid. With uh, Really? That surprises the fuck out of me. I did not think that was going to be yeah, the song I didn't see that. I wouldn't have guessed that either. That's the only song, <laughs> only album, song on this album that is decent. There's some filler. I wouldn't say a huge lot. Like There, there aren't like a bunch of voicemails or anything, but there is like one track where it's just he tried to do with what was homeboy's name that did a black black mirror episode ruined my marriage what was his name oh fuck okay. him bro uh, the guy eagle, that I told DJ, now, don't ever bring that up open, open mic eagle, eagle. 
Yeah, <laughs> somebody try to do like an open mic eagle and have the like the kids just do a little track on their own and they got their own. And then there's a Jada Kiss interlude, which is like half of it or a good quarter of it is just a concert. So there's some filler on the album. As far as the music, really monotonous, a lot of trap songs and then in, or just horns that just loop and loop. And there's nothing really added more to the to the mix. The yeah, I don't Oh, Somebody sampled Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy and Rick James. There's a Party okay, All the I, Time I sample. I recognize that sample, yeah. Did not wasn't a good idea. That gate was giving the same energy as when Snoop Dogg tried to sample Curb Your Enthusiasm for that one song <laughs> off of Back on Back on Death Row. It just yeah. I know y'all might think because Logic can that you can sample anything. Like oh Logic can sample God. whole speeches, but you, you can't sample anything. So it, we can get into it track by track, but I was not impressed. Nothing was here musically. That's the thing, too. Like, this got hyped up because DJ Khaled was dropping this, but there's, like, nothing new here. Like, if you knew DJ Khaled before, you know him now. There, there isn't anything interesting happening on this album. It doesn't offer anyone anything new. So, as I said, song by song, maybe we could start off with the intro, unless somebody has a more interesting song to bring up. I definitely don't have a more interesting song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's just start the fucking intro. <laughs> what did you think of the intro then? So Alan <laughs> It's not Wasn't worse than intro. anything else on the album. It's literally not worse. Uh yeah, Drake. Drake did an intro called No Secret, and it's just a small poem by Drake. That's it. That's all it is. It's not much. To is be honest, poem? I forgot about it. It is the one that goes like, I remember you was conflicted. No, just using your influence. <laughs> That's the one, right? No, he was talking about something like the people trying to eat us or something like that. They trying people to bite wait, You don't Keep remember in. the poem? Yeah, sink their teeth in. There we go. Oh <laughs> uh, so, Yeah, there's nothing to say about this. He did a short little singing interlude, or not interlude intro. And I don't even know what he, I'm literally reading the lyrics right now. I think he's saying nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, I'm moving on. All right, next song. Oh, um, yeah. By the way, we forgot to mention the posthumous song. The oh, we'll get to that. Desecration. Yeah, we'll, get to that. we'll get, yeah, oh, because yeah. Because he we'll did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> so the second song, the song that was super hyped up that everyone kept talking about after this dropped, God Did. Uh, Milo, what's your thoughts on God Did? So, title album. I like the early 2000s Lil Wayne. If you like the auto-tuned Lil Wayne from way back in the day, you'll get that off of this. It was an, it was nostalgic. I didn't I wasn't really that impressed with the bars. He said some some at some point like I'm gonna have to act I, I'm gonna have to act an ass and you're gonna have to kiss it. That's what it was. Uh, so um, nah. Rick Ross never really never really happy to hear from Rick Ross. As for Jay Z. He was cool for a little bit, and then he kept going. It felt like being at church on like Sunday when it's one, and the pastor just keeps going. And it's like, dude, we should have wrapped this up about forty-five minutes ago. And the song just kept moving and moving. If it wasn't for that little refrain, as I said, like they have a kind of gospel feel on this song. As a matter of fact, I think it ends with a little tail, and that kind of sounded like something Kendrick Lamar would do on his work. So that little gospel refrain was really what kept me going through this, but it's an eight minute song. It's an eight minute song. And there are two, there are one and a half features 
that I'm cool with hearing. I'm not really trying to hear from Rick Ross and the John Legend feature wasn't even really there. So this one is like, I'd listen to a minute just to hear that little chorus and then skip it. Okay. So Mark is yawning. So (laughs) either it's (laughs) my explanation or the song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So I, I guess if this wasn't hyped up, I might have enjoyed Jay-Z's verse a little more than I did. Um, but because niggas praised it like the nigga was Jesus who just came back, it was not, bro. It was it's it was just long. That's all. It wasn't like spectacular. In fact, I like his other one more, where he's like, I spent one million and then made two. I spent two million and then made four. I spent four, then made 12, whatever song that shit is, bro. That wasn't too bad. That's off the blueprint. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's um, it's the one it's he did. Four, like, four, a few... four. Yeah, 444, that song. Orange... Oh, is it Orange okay. Juice or OJ? Man really likes. Story OJ, yeah. story OJ. That's the story is. of OJ, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I thought that was good. Uh, anywho, so Rick Ross, I could care less about most Rick Ross features, and that includes this one. Did nothing for me. I Wayne Wayne came with it. Like this wasn't like a spectacular Wayne or like blow your socks off Wayne, but like this was solid. This is Weezy doing his thing, bro. Like he might be the most consistent, like stop, aged rapper, stop. aged rapper over twenty years. Over twenty years, this nigga consistently sounds, and I would say puts out around the same quality of music. I can't think of too many other rappers for twenty years. That like has been like that consistent with like their style and type. I mean, I mean, do I have to say it, Andre Three Thousand? Yeah. But oh, does he no, still okay. make music? Yeah. I'm, taking, exactly. I'm saying like I'm saying someone who's like active in the hip hop community, like niggas still ask way for features. I mean, you know, <clears throat> Andre Three Thousand had like that amazing song on Donda about his mother. That was, and that was an amazing song. That and was, he was that on Blonde by Frank Ocean. When did that come out? That was in 2015, bro. Yeah, see, Wayne has dropped four albums since then, bro. <laughs> Wayne, <laughs> Wayne has Wayne. probably dropped more music than, like, all of Outkast from, like, that time. Wayne has, Wayne has dropped more music than any rapper in history, bro. I'm telling you, dog. Not, not Lil B. <laughs> okay, not Lil B. Lil B's only one that beats him. Dude, this Lil B is the guy. Yes, it is. I swear to God, bro. Travis Sacramento, right? I fucking listen to Wonton Soup. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I'm like, watch, I see it. Uh, that's just how I do. Uh, then I pop my car. Uh, then I fuck your bitch. Hey, bro, fucking that's his head. Anywho, though, God didn't. So, Rick Ross's feature, blah. Wayne murked it. Um, after Wayne to Rick Ross, like I said, it was okay. It wasn't all that to me. Or, sorry, not Rick Ross, Jay Z. It's just really long, to my opinion. And then after that, it was kind of meh for me. I did, had nothing to say about it. Alan. Best song on the album, boys, by <laughs> far. By far. Like, like you guys know I love a Rick Ross feature. I'm always down. Uh, I think Lil Wayne was just like completely just, you know, this is meat and potatoes, Lil Wayne verse. And then Jay-Z, I didn't I didn't know this was hyped up. Oh yeah. At I, all. If I if I didn't know it was hyped up, I probably would have liked it more. And, and that's why it was surprising because I think most features on like a DJ Khaled project are just completely just like 
lowest effort I could possibly legally give. You know, Jay Z is is like giving a full fleshed out, like multi minute long rap, and I don't, I don't know why he decided to fucking do this on this album when everyone else is like (laughs) completely fucking mailing it in. But to me, it's like it's by far the best, and I still have a major issue with it. Is that just like? Milo, you said the outro just goes on for too long. Like, it's it doesn't need to be that long, honestly. And it's still the best album by the best song on the album by far. So there you go. Yeah. Next song, use this gospel. Um, I would please like to start off this one if y'all don't mind. So yeah. I'm gonna start off saying how much like it. It's actually painful. Like, it's like I'm not even joking. <laughs> and it's legitimately painful to currently listen to Eminem. And now, let me mind you, this is not because he's a bad rapper or because his raps are bad. He is still an amazing rapper. He can still spit like crazy. In fact, he was spitting his ass off on this. But what do you say? Anyone can tell me any worth of content or what he said what he was talking about. Did you get emotional? All right, T.I. Did you get emotional while <laughs> listening to him? I remember I used to listen to Eminem and cry, bro. Cry. I'd be angry, happy, sad, everything. He used to run the gamut of emotions. This didn't trigger not a yawn. It, nothing. This was just like, what is this? Like, it's just, ugh, I just missed the days where, like, his rap, like, wasn't the actual thing, but it was the content of his rap. Whereas nowadays, it seems like the content is, doesn't even matter. It's just like, how good is he as a rapper? And that is just not interesting at all. As a diehard Eminem fan in high school. So, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm over that already. And then Kanye is just like, this is just Jesus, Jesus is Christ. What is it? Jesus, Jesus Lord is God. This is, his, this is Jesus is King fucking Kanye just singing about Jesus. And it does nothing for me. Uh, Milo. So this song is a scam. I need everyone to understand <laughs> that. It's the same scam as when Busta Rhymes, also known as Trevor, decided to sample Belle Biv DeVoe, and all we got was just a sample of the actual song Poison. Belle Biv DeVoe was not on the album. This is not a Kanye feature proper. They just took Use This Gospel, the song off of Jesus is King and basically did what your local DJ and the Inland Empire or San Fernando Valley will do on mixer nights and added a rapper's verse to it. As a matter of fact, Eminem has done this before. He did it on airplanes with B.O.B. and Haley Williams. So think that. So don't get your hopes up when you see a Kanye feature. If you liked the song, use this gospel. Don't listen to the song. And if you didn't like the song, use this gospel. Don't listen to the song. The Eminem rapping. I'm starting to agree with the TikTokers that Eminem has done irreparable damage to the rap game with the getting the minimum with the Biminum dividends, the riveting dividends, dividends, dividend, riveting. Like it's it's tired and played out. So I I agree with Mark. I agree with him. Not really looking forward to an Eminem verse. Y'all can skip this. It's no. Alan? So, so what if we took 
the worst era of Eminem's rapping, which is right now. <laughs> and then we put it on the worst era of Kanye's beats and production. Jesus is king. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you force Eminem to be clean and like act like he's <laughs> like it's natural and not awkward that fucking Eminem is making a gospel song. <laughs> Wait. Then, we have to have DJ Khaled host it though. <laughs> DJ yeah, Khaled has to host it. And then it has to start out with like DJ Khaled's annoying ass yelling in the beginning. And you just have this like fucking shit soup of the worst aspects of everything going. And it's, you know, I'm I'm an Eminem boomer stan. Unironically, I always defend Eminem. I always defend Kanye. You know this. The song is, you know, I Darn. I feel like I... I, I understand the, the criticisms. I, yeah, this is this is a big L. This is I have no nothing else to say about this. Uh, next time or next time, next song, big time featuring Future and Lil Baby. Anyone want to speak their mind? My well, my mind is that has the gospel not been besmirched, besmirched <laughs> enough? Has the gospel not been besmirched enough that? DJ Khaled had to because I think this album is supposed to have a little bit of a religious flavor yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I gotta listen to Big Time. I don't want to hear Futures for Futures voice. Just it's like trypophobia. It just gets under my skin and makes my skin crawl. It sounds like he's just right next to your ear, crackling and popping. And I don't want a forty-year-old man whispering in my ear like that. <laughs> Also, kick the sneak shit, baby. We are. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling the little baby verse either. Like I would, he was, he was, he's been an impressive rapper so far. He's been, he's done some pretty impressive features. Don't lie to the people. Little baby, we're talking about little baby. Yeah, yeah. Don't, about- li- don't don't lie to the no. people. Don't lie to people. No, Mark, you're the only person who doesn't like little baby at this point. <laughs> I might but, be. I yeah. think he's mad overrated. But he's, sorry, just I think he's good. good. Nah. Well, this one was a miss for him. So, <laughs> Alan, you know if uh, if Kanye is getting an L, if M is getting an L, if every one of these. Everyone in these rappers getting L. Like, it's not Lil Baby who's rising above, <laughs> who's rising above everything on his fucking song with Future. Phoenix <laughs> out of the fire. <laughs> you know, I I like Lil Baby. You know that I'd always defend Lil Baby, but it's just like I said, this was the twenty one twenty two Lakers. You just, you just, it just was a misfire from the very, very, very beginning, and. You know, this is. I actually like the other future song more. Uh, like I would, yeah. This one really was in an, in one ear out the other. Like, yeah, I don't have anything to add. Little well, baby is not your savior. Little well, baby, well, baby is not, not your savior. Your savior. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, I definitely thought. Uh, I thought future sounded good on this. So I guess I'll be different. I thought Future, his voice and everything fit the vibe of this song. I thought Future sounded good. 
little baby i did not little baby by the time we got this part I definitely thought yeah this is the same old rapping ass singing ass nigga bro i ain't with it bro just <laughs> rapping ass <laughs> on this fucking rap album nah wasn't for me um personally and i yeah i just generally think he's overrated um that being said the next song same He's as the going. one before it. I'm not going to have something to say about every one of these songs. I just, I got to say that right now. Where are you going to so, I would just like to let the people know it's the same as the one before it. Keep Mark. going? Well, it's Lil Dirk, 21 Savage, and Roddy Rich? It's, well, there's an English guy on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, hold up. This was the hardest song on the album, bro. Okay. <laughs> Swear to God, I had this on replay like 10 times a day, bro. Swear to God, dog. This shit starts so hard, bro. That beat fucking bangs, first of all. Like, who yeah, who produced this? Because the beat fucking murders, bro. And then on top of the fucking beat, fucking um, Lil Durk, bro. Like, he's been in this bag the last couple of years, bro. Lil Durk is killing niggas when he's rapping. And to me, this is, like, right in line with that. Ah, uh, Lil Dirk fucking kills it. The hook with Roddy Rich or whatever, I thought the hook was all right. 21 Savage did pretty good. It wasn't his best first, but it was decent. To me, Lil Dirk stole, stole the show with that opening. He came out with some hard-ass drill shit, and I've been fucking with it. So I thought it was dope. Fuck the rest of y'all niggas. I don't think it is, but whatever, dog. Alan? It's, hey, I'm sorry, Mark. I'm not... <laughs> I'm, I'm with Milo on this one. When I looked at my phone and I was like, oh, the song is called Keep Going. That's why I thought it was the same song that had just kept going. Do you see what I mean there? Because I just, this was just that, like, it's a little different in the style. I guess, I guess I should give it that, like you said, it is a drill song, but it's just like, Oh, it's just the DJ Khaled level of drill song where like mm. the Eminem and Kanye song is the DJ Khaled level of gospel rap type song. It's just mm. like you go to a restaurant that has like tacos, sushi, like fucking fucking curry and hamburgers and they have and spaghetti and they have all of that. But it's just like, wow, you're good at none of this. But I could, <laughs> but it theoretically has all of it. It's, I just, I don't know what else to say. It was like what Homegirl said in, in uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. All of your failures in this universe. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're good at absolutely nothing. You are the worst out of them all, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he really, DJ Khaled out here went and tried every universe, and we got this album. This nigga thought it was Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> no, give uh, me, honestly, give me Supermarket at this point. No, no, I, I'm sorry. No, it was, that I was bad. Make, I will make your lemon drop drop. That's wild, nah, bro. I'm good you up bad. I don't Probably know. not. Do you I mean brought... Supermarket or Bobby Tarantino 3? Because lemon drop, <laughs> wait. 
I probably I probably don't mean that. That's <laughs> Rafi. No one, no one knows Logic album except for you, Milo. You're the only fucking person in <laughs> those goddamn Aldrich's fucking goddamn discography, right? But don't get mad at us when we don't know his fucking. Oh, you mean the remaster or the or the <laughs> director's <laughs> You're the only one that knows this fucking discography in the whole world. Logic don't even know his discography, bro. You're the only one, so don't even come like that. <laughs> I also like how you never call him by his real name. He's the only one. Uh, <laughs> He's the only one. He's the only one. That's much to this nigga, bro. He's too much of a god to him, bro. You can't even call this nigga by his human name, bro. <laughs> yeah, the people are acting like, oh, oh, kill him out here on the feature. <laughs> Oh, you know it's accurate as fuck too. Oh shit, Milo, what do you think of the song? I mean, I know you. I said it was the same as the song came before. Like it literally is. I'm not. I'm not. It's quite literally not. It's quite literally not. Like this is a drill song, but I don't want like a pretty soft song. Fairly soft, if I remember correctly. It's the same, man. See, and you, and you don't even don't really remember. I hate this nigga, bro. I mean, <laughs> I hate all you here, what's... Yeah, it's the same. I just checked. Oh, my God. So, I hate all do we keep on to go song by song, or could I skip to the next song that I, like, have a clear memory of that I actually like more than <laughs> Okay, most? yeah. I think the, the fact thing. you need to do that is a pretty good illustration for the people listening. That okay. most of this was a blur. Okay, I thought "Staying Alive" was mildly cute. I'll admit, I don't, I didn't hate that one. I didn't, I didn't really dislike Drake on it too much. It's like I thought when he first said "Staying Alive," like the classic chorus, I was like, okay, I can feel it, I can feel it. But then it goes on a little bit too long, and I think a criticism I'd have of DJ Khaled overall is he just like does hella overuse of intros and outros and that definitely happens on this track i think drake is fine at like if anyone knows how to like be on a really just like repetitive song it's drake and he sounds better than most everyone else on the album so yeah i think this one's pretty good it was like cute for a minute and then it got old so smart <laughs> I did not think it was nearly as good as anything on CLB. Um, I thought this was, it wasn't bad. Like it was listenable. Like I didn't want to skip it necessarily, but like, as soon as I finished it, there was nothing I was like, yeah, I want to come back for more. Nothing at all. Like it was just kind of like, oh, okay. How does it stack up to honestly, never mind. I I didn't listen to that album. <laughs> I listened to the first two songs and I stopped listening to that album. I realized immediately. Wait, did we review it? No, we didn't even review it. I, I, I remember immediately. I was like, that album was not for me, bro. Okay. Like, not for me. So I'm yeah, not. Yeah, this really is like, like, like more mid than CLB. I agree. This could have, but this song could have been on. Honestly, never mind. Just staying alive. It was like, I, I don't know, Drake on his Mary Poppins, off on like a roof somewhere with the you know the cutout gloves and the chimney sweep room. That was what the vocal performance was giving Drake's vocal performance. I think has exponentially declined since he was doing stuff like take care and even Scorpion Scorpion had some pretty good vocal performance, but it's just, no, honestly, never mind. We didn't need that. And the delivery on this was not hidden. 
So if you're Damn. coming to this, did, did this hit you recently? Did it just like recently hit you? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. The second half of Scorpion was pretty solid. I don't know what this is. Yeah, this is this is worse. This is for sure worse. Yeah. <laughs> for sure worse. Yeah. Um was there supposed to be any kind of call to the, the BG song or he just took their title? That was it? I didn't hear a sample or anything of the Bee Gees. Oh, no. Drake Nothing? is taking someone else's song and doing it in a really boring way. Stop I it. Even, I could never imagine Drake doing that. Oh, my God. You can kick people out of the meeting, right? Oh, is my that- God, man. <laughs> Not Aubrey. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What else was good on here? Was there anything else that was good? Oh, let's talk about your favorite. Bill's paid. Bill's paid is speak on it. Why? I don't think you got to convince kind me. Of convince you? <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing. I don't know what to tell you. Like, did you like Good News? Make the Stallions album? Yeah, I thought that was good. I thought it was fire. It was giving that kind of energy, and that's why it's really out of place on this album. Because in fact, I think it's yes, yeah, it's the only all female song. So you got all these dudes, right? singing about all this other stuff and then you get and then you've got bills paid which is basically just you know like as same picture i painted with good news the white bands everybody in you know balenciaga shoes and gucci shades pulling up to the club with the box braids and the you know colorful outfits that's exactly what it's just a big party they sampled what did they sample they sampled okay i don't know the name of the original 80s song that they sampled but if you've ever heard do it well by Jennifer Lopez, they sampled that little horn breakdown that they that they had in that, and they did it well. They did it well, if you'll excuse the, the pun. The song is called "Keep On Trucking" by Eddie Kendricks. Yeah, for the, for the sample, only I've never heard of that. Your uncle at Two Smokes Newports at the cookhouse gonna know who that is. So go talk to him. But I immediately liked it. I put it on my playlist. It's the only song off this album that I actually liked. Wow. And on top of that, I added it to my playlist. Mark is unimpressed. That's fine. You're not invited to the party anyway. Alan. I invited to cook out, nigga. When you broke my card, <laughs> fucking yeah. bitch. Yeah. Milo, me and you will we'll be at the cookout. This song will be on. Mark, Mark will be at home listening to fucking Lil Wayne. And <laughs> like an online. <laughs> I think this is one of the, the times that it wor- that the DJ Khaled just like fucking trying every single little thing works more for me. Um, mm. And it's, it's, I mean, it's not even like, it's not even the best of this type of all female song, mm. you know, like the, the, like the dirty ass girl song, like has been done better than this, but it's like, the, you know, this is a below room temperature glass of water. You know what? Okay, anyways, you know what, though? What was that one song on Stankonia that was all, like, it's all just, what's it's, his it's face? All big Boy. No, it's all Big Boy and Outcast. Uh, big, Out big Boy and Andre 2000. But then you get this one song on Stankonia that was just, it was just women. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was called. It wasn't called Before You Come. Kim and Cookie? I think it was, I think it was Kim and Cookie. You're thinking of Kim and Cookie, yeah. That's how this one stuck out uh, from all the rest. Like yeah, this is more appropriate. Okay, so we're just gonna go ahead and move on to the next song. Mark's opinion doesn't yeah. matter. 
I thought it was a good song. First of all, I'm not even hating. I thought it was a. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was definitely one of the better ones. It was fun, but I didn't think it was the best song by no means on the album. It was one of the better ones, but yeah, best song. Fuck out of here, bro. You're telling me you liked Keep Going better than this? Can you even dance to Keep Going? Uh, Oh, Keep Going? Yeah, 100%. The little Dirk song? I guess because it took me a second. The little Dirk song, 100% I like better than this. That's not even a question. 100%. Lil Dirk and 21 killed that. City Girls, meh. Lotto. Bro, she has a Lotto has a different song called Hummer, which is fire, but nah. Throw a party it. and play, keep going, and then play City Girls and see which one gets people on top of the tables. <laughs> okay, yeah, and, like, like keep this going is like a drill song, bro. Like, it's not meant to, like, dance, like. Fucking, fucking, hey, pop my ass, Bill Pay, hey, nigga. Like, that's just like, of course, that's going to get people dancing more, but. Yeah, that song, and then you throw on fucking Girls Like Girls. Oh, girls, girls like girls. Girls like girls. Girls want girls. Hey, or was it? That's too sexy not even how for that my song shit. goes. Too but... sexy <laughs> for myself. Say it, you a lesbian, go me too. No, and you uh, know what? This album, this album doesn't even have that. It doesn't even have Drake's weird ass, creepy line. You know, it is, it, it's just so mid all the way through. Oh my god, you're fucking a hater. <laughs> um, let's do the next one. Let's do the actual solo 21 Savage song, Way Past Luck. What y'all think, uh, Alan? I think 21, honestly, is a little underrated because. I, I mean, other than the Jay Z verse, this might be like the longest best verse on the album, and I don't think the Twenty One like is known as a like really good at rapping rapper. You know what I mean? But I think this, I think this song is one of the better ones on the album for me, mm-hmm. Milo. Yeah, I'd say the quality is better, but that I really, I can you know we'll never know this. Because I can't read your mind or anything, but I I, th- I think it's the music that you're liking, man. Because the the music on this one's a little bit better than the rest. I don't think it's the only one did anything for this. You could take in what's this? What's this? nope? I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say West Side Gun, but that's actually a little dramatic. <laughs> Twenty One Savage is a cut above West Side Gun. A lot I better. A lot I like better. <laughs> Twenty One solid. You heard this song a lot with him and fucking J Cole. Poppy. I don't think. 21 has like made a good album like like Westside has. He just he's less Westside just he's gonna do his same shit every time. But yeah. I'm not I mean, here for it. Back in the day, 21 was releasing some fire like uh the actual Issa album and then the I Am Greater Than I Was or whatever. Like those are solid albums. Especially I Am Greater Than I Was. Niggas love that album, bro. Um yeah, I don't think he's amazing necessarily, but like, I think he's for a SoundCloud rapper, he's a cut above the rest. That's a good way opinion. to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for a nigga, like when you watch that, that cipher back in 2016, first of all, all them niggas like jokes, but then out of all of them, 21 is not the one you thought would probably have one of the longest careers out of that whole group, but he has, and he's like incredibly relevant. Niggas still talk about 21 and like love to see him on features. So crazy. I didn't really even hear about him until. I am greater than I was. Yeah, that's when he like really kind of like really, really, really started to break. Um, yeah. 
that's when he kind of got out the hold into kind of like hood SoundCloud rapper vibe and started being more respected as just a general like rapper. Um, yeah. I thought this song was okay, to be honest. I didn't love the verse, if I'm being real. Musically, this was a cut better, but I like this verse much more on Keep Going than I did this. So, um, yeah, just wasn't the biggest fan. I feel it. Um, right after this is the other long song on this album. Jesus Christ, yeah. If you like oxtails, jerk chicken, ganja, <laughs> and ever felt like visiting Kingston, Jamaica, this is the song for you. The only thing missing from this Jamaican cabal was Drake. <laughs> like a savages. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, that- it's all the song is. It's called These Streets Know My Name. And it is like every Jamaican rapper that you probably haven't heard of is very, it's got that Rastafarian flavor to it. If that's not your vibe, then this is definitely going to be a skip for you. I I was not into it. You know, There was a song actually we listened to on a Biggie Smalls album, Ready to Die. That was just like a random Jamaican song. Was it? And it, it wasn't, it was, yeah, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't working for us. So I don't know. I'd be surprised if either of you two enjoyed this. Yeah, no, I did not. I'm not gonna lie to yeah, you. Yeah, I don't really have much of a memory of this song, to be honest. Y'all remember the the Dave Chappelle the Haram Pum Ting, Haram Pum That's what it was. <laughs> I thought it reminded you of. That's the energy <laughs> on this song. That's funny as fuck. Um Juice Roll did. What did he mean by that? They didn't believe in us, but Juice World did. What do you I, I don't know? I don't know. Um speak on it, Milo. What are your what are your feelings on this song, dude? I just really wasn't I didn't enjoy I was opposed to it just off of the fact that it was a posthumous song. I I was like, this is very clearly a money grab. And it's not even that great of a money grab. I don't even remember the song that well. I kind of maybe remember the melody being really like mellow and smooth, but that's it. I don't think it warranted. And then especially like, as I said, the little thing that he said at the beginning, I would really like to know the, the meaning of that. Did DJ Khaled even have a relationship with Juice World? Did they ever work together? It'd be hard for me to imagine that they didn't with how big Juice World ended up being. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Juice World did do the song back in what 2019 it was. I wouldn't be surprised if Juice Will did do the song before he died at some point back then, and he just kind of kept it for a couple of years. Like, I mean, it's it's especially with how prolific. Like at this point, Juice Will is just so prolific. He could visit anyone's studio and make a song in a minute or two. So it's just like, I I don't doubt that this might be something that he really had in the vault for a minute, or he could have just bought a random. I mean, there has to be thousands of random Juice Will takes that could be made into songs, and this is probably one of them. And so, um. Yeah, I don't know. But knowingly, no, I do not know if they had a relationship. Okay. Yeah, I just don't really, I'm not really feeling songs like when they, with posthumous songs that are clearly, they're clearly just doing this to make profit. That just doesn't sit right with me. It's different. Like there are some circumstances I could see where you could, you know, have a posthumous release, but something that's clearly a money grab like this, at least to me, it seems like it's clearly a money grab. I'm willing to be proven wrong. I don't, I don't know a Juice World's career that well. So, 
Okay, so Mark, you're trying to give DJ Khaled a little bit of, of the benefit of the doubt, like, oh, Juice World like did a lot of verses and raps. He might have like made this for DJ Khaled back in the day. But let me ask you, if in 2018, when DJ Khaled's last album came out and uh, Good Goodbye and Good Riddance had also came out earlier that year, don't you feel like DJ Khaled would have like definitely put it out at that time. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I definitely don't give DJ Khaled the same benefit of the doubt. Oh, maybe Juice World like gave him this verse because to me it doesn't. I don't feel like the song is good enough to be something that Juice World would have like. It's not. It's a mid song. It's a pretty I, I, fucking mid song. I agree, and it's. And so I don't want to give DJ Khaled that kind of like that credit. I agree with Milo. I think this is kind of like disgusting at this point, considering how long he's already been dead. I think, I mean, I like I'll call out Kanye again. Kanye had that track on Donda that was just horrible and didn't fit at all. I just felt with disrespectful in Juice World. Oh no, that's a pop smoke. That's a pop smoke. Yeah, all these dead rappers. (laughs) Yeah, but it's the same idea that I just like. One, it's disrespectful. Two, the songs are usually not that good. And this is fucking case number 200 of that same thing happening. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I, I found. I Go ahead. Song, I thought the song was mid overall. Like, and which is surprising with, I mean, I'm t- like, I'm, I'm, I'm totally like, I've been listening to Juice World leaks now for like a, a couple months just because, like, even his leaks are pretty fucking good, which is how easily he was able to make songs. And so even just the ones that like weren't made yet to like really be distributed still sound pretty fucking good. And like for this to not sound good and it to be on an album, this definitely does make me feel like either Juice will met him and like just hit a quick ad verse not caring or like they're just digging in the bottom of the barrel because all the other shit stayed for Juice World albums. And like, here, Dita Khaled, if you really want something with Juice World, take this one, we found. Like, honestly, that's what I feel. Because um, usually, even when he's just doing like a, his freestyles are better than this. Like, I'm just, I'm like, like, he's a really good, I'm making songs, hit songs incredibly quickly. And so for this to go on an album and to be as mid as it is, it's just like, mm, I don't know. This said, it definitely sounds like something that, yeah. So there's an article off of Hypebeast, Hypebeast.com. Apparently there was a Twitter spaces convo with Jay-Z and DJ Khaled. And I guess Khaled received this song from someone named Lil Bibby. Yeah, Lil Bibby Bibby was his manager. Yeah, he said, I got a text from Bibby that said, I heard you're working on your album. God did. And then he sent an MP3 to him and Khaled was like, I ain't get a chance to reply yet. So I sit to it on my phone listening and I start looking around like, am I bugging? Am I tripping right now? So he's just explaining. He went to his laptop, had a little setup, but he felt like, quote, I felt like Juice World was in my studio and recorded that, end quote. So I guess the song, mm. someone gave him this yeah. and it was a fully made song. Yeah, Bibby's the one who signed him. So that sounds 100% makes sense. Like Bibby's obviously still trying, still trying to make money off of him, so... That makes 100% sense. I also, DJ Khaled with Jay-Z interview, I <laughs> I feel like he might have just bought this track, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and I don't believe that's how it went down. But, yeah. 
Uh, I just have lied before. The next one is a Jada Kiss interlude. Yeah. Um, so I thought this was fun. I thought it started off with that kind of like live concert. It was fun. And then when that beat dropped and he started rap, I was like, yo, this shit fire. Like, I really don't have any complaints. Like, for a little interlude, like, I thought it was pretty fire. I actually kind of would have preferred if it wasn't like, didn't it go from like live to studio quality? But overall, like, I still think it was dope as fuck. So I thought it was cool. Uh, Alan or Milo, whoever. Still don't know who Jada Kiss is uh, to this day. Like, no, I mean, I remember being in eighth grade, seeing his name on a feature in a music video and saying, who's that? And I still don't know. You know what's funny is I don't really think I know at this point either. I know who he is. I just don't know what he looks like. Let me look up this nigga, bro. I think he was on that uh, show Rhythm and Flow or whatever. Oh, yeah, I know Jada Kiss, bro. Yeah, fuck out of here, bro. Oh, yeah, man, he's the one I saw at the center. Oh, yeah, we go fucking way back, bro. (laughs) Suck my dick, nigga. (laughs) This is, this is, is Jada. Yeah, I know Jada Kiss. This is back in the day, bro. Yeah, yeah, I grew up in the hood, so y'all know that, but I knew that. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. (laughs) All right, calm down, Tyrone. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up, Tyrone. Don't pull out the knife. (laughs) Yo, RDC world. Legends. (laughs) I mean, we've been saying Tyrone for years. Yeah, we have been doing it for years, I will say. We've been been, been all that shit for a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, dude, I said, literally, dude, I told him I said a joke to one of my RAs that day or something. Or no, it was like a coworker. We were walking across the street and the fucking stop sign, whatever, said we could walk. I was like, yeah, I had a friend. He made a joke that like we could only walk when the white man says we could go. And she like didn't laugh, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I thought that was funny." Yeah. <laughs> <We thought that. laughs> you can't, you can't tell fucking tell that joke to like random female. That's like an hit her right in the white girl. I worked with her, but like I just I don't know. I thought it was funny as hell, but yeah. That's a, that's like that's like one of the boys' jokes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Wait. So you didn't tell me what you actually thought of the first. Milo, what do you think of the song? It's a skip. It's a hard skip. I wanted to skip it when I heard the live concert. The only reason I sat through it was for the purpose of this podcast. Both times. Oh, God. Niggas is disrespectful, bro. I liked it. I actually, I think this is better because, again, it fucking pulled me out of the fucking DJ Khaled trap trance. You know, hearing some, like, live audio. And then having it like switch up, I thought was cool. I just feel like this should, this is just like a better song. And I don't know why he said this was going to be the interlude and like yeah. make it short. Like, why, like, this is better. This could have been a solid song. song. Exactly. Like, I don't, I, it's like, if you're, if he's, you know, he's not a producer, he's not a rapper, he's not a singer. But if we have these criticisms of like the structure of the album, like, do you not even know which of these songs are good? Do you not is it is curate is that above your pay grade as a cur, curator? I don't I don't know. Did you listen to this before you turned like, it in? Yeah. Did you did you really send them to Spotify without like opening the file first or what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, but I shouldn't be too mean cuz this is one of the better I mean one of the better tracks. Yeah, it's just an interlude for some fucking reason. I'll give it that. It's still a skip, but 
if you have to, if they refuse to cut it off during the road trip, I'll say fine. You know, there's um, a list. I don't feel like we need to talk about Assad and Alam Tough Talk. It's why not? Because we don't need to talk about it, bro. It's no, it's it's quite literally that's as far as I'm concerned, it's quite literally just a way for his kids to get royalties off this for their future. Like, what? That's all it is. Yeah, you go say that. You yeah, that's me just that? quite literally. Nigga, oh, dude, I, I it's 13, exposing the industry. It's, yeah. thir- it's this 15 seconds of going, what you say? God, what did he say? Like, that's it. And it's over. Like, it's it's literally nothing, bro. This shit is not a song. It's not an interlude. It's not nothing. It's literally a way for his kids to get money off this in the future. Like, it's nah. Um, next track. Last track. Some song featuring that nigga Varro. Varro. It's got a great name. Great. I was grateful this album was over. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I can't believe y'all really said y'all want to listen to this instead of the game. What were you thinking? I didn't say that. That was literally only Mark. <laughs> okay, sh- fair enough. I just thought it was going to be more fire than it was, bro. It was garbage. Very much disappointed. Basura. Basura. Garbage, my nigga. So, this or CLB, Allen? Oh, CLB by. Let's go! Gang, gang, gang. Yeah. (laughs) The thing is, I will not always remember certain songs from CLB. Way too sexy. Fucking the song about fucking trafficking that girl from Dallas to that other part (laughs) of remote Texas. I'll always remember. Like, there's. There's none of those like memorable human trafficking type bars that we get off CLB. So easily CLB, more memorable. Oh, shit, was hilarious, bro. You said we don't have any of those human trafficking type bars. <laughs> oh, fucking dead, bro. That shit was hilarious. Oh, God. I will not remember a single song. Like, I'm already forgetting most of it by now off this, you know. No, it's too funny. Spiceometer? Spiceometer. Not spicy. Damn. Um, I'm going to give this a not spicy as well. Yeah, this is a complete strikeout, straight up ragu that you're expecting to... I can't even think of something. This is just so mid, man. <laughs> It's just so mid. But you know what's not? Oh, no. Two songs for the playlist. Yeah, you jumped the gun there. Yeah. (laughs) He was ready to go, though. He was ready to go. (laughs) You guys just wait. You guys just fucking wait. Okay, two for the playlist. What were you going to say, Alan? uh, I'll go... Which is which is the fucking Jay Z song? Is that God did? Yeah, the, yeah. You were all right. Well, we'll I'll we'll throw on God did for my vote, and then I'll also I'll I'll throw some bones to the to the um to the OVO crew and do staying alive. Okay, Bills paid and God did. 
Uh, I will do keep being or keep going and Jada Kiss Interlude. Oh man. Okay. What about the choosing okay. those two? Jada Kiss Interlude. Yeah. Okay. Jada Kiss Interlude. God did throw them on the album appetizers playlist. Um, if you tasted some water or had some kind of saltine cracker, you know the flavor of this album already. You know what to expect. It is very mid. But you know it's not fucking mid? Fucking jid. Because next week, <laughs> we're going to be reviewing The Forever Story by Jid, an album that is getting completely the opposite reception of fucking this album, that it's getting a nine from Fantano. And do you, I don't think you remember, Mark. Like, I, like we were listening to that album in 2018, DiCaprio 2. Fire. Like, DiCaprio 2 is so fucking That's what put me on the gen. Fire. Yeah. And it's just, it's weird that he waited four whole years to to drop his next album. Like, that album... Damn, has it been four years? Jesus Christ. DiCaprio 2, like, was really... He's done features, but I just, I wonder why he waited so long to drop. Like, I would have been hyped, so hyped about this two years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um... He waited this long. I've listened to this already. It's good. Spoiler, I guess. And I don't think I like it at the moment as much as DiCaprio 2. But it's really good. And we'll see. I'm going to keep listening to it this week. So we'll be back next week. I apologize for the mysterious we weren't here for three weeks. But a lot of shit happened. <laughs> shit happened. And we will be back, we'll be back next week. We back. Mr. Fucking Consistent out here. <laughs> okay. Jesus. We out. Bye.